Did you know it's actually possible to disagree with somebody online and yet still have a civil conversation? Hey, I want to talk today about the passion translation and proper disagreement among Christians. Uh, let's talk about that. Okay, so today, this actually, when you're listening to this, it didn't happen today uh, because I record my podcast in chunks, uh, segments. Chunks is not the greatest way of saying that, but I record in blocks. And uh, so I do batches. And so this happened today, but you're hearing it a couple weeks later. So purpose of this is not to throw anybody under the bus. I'm not upset about anything. Uh, it's just I had some weird online interactions that culminated in a very positive in-person over the phone interaction. So here's what happened. So uh, I'm, I'm a youth pastor at an Assemblies of God church, Pentecostal charismatic. Uh, I have described myself to some other people as kind of a theological mutt, meaning I mix my diet of theological content of different people. So like I'm listening to non-denominational preachers, guys who are mainstream conference type speakers. I'm listening to theologians. Uh, I'm listening to um, uh, charismatic Pentecostal theologians. I'm listening to Calvinistic Baptist reformed theologians. Like I I just consume a lot of different stuff and I, I, I try to stay grounded. I try to stay like I'm a card carrying assemblies of God credentialed minister. Right. But At the same token, I don't think that you should just eat from one buffet all the time. I think there should be some variety. So obviously you're grounded in a set of values, yet you're you're always kind of uh, shopping around. Not not to to retry on your theology or constantly calling your personal baseline beliefs into question, but I think if we just live in a bubble, that's a problem. Okay, I'm on a soapbox. I need to get off. But the idea here is I was a friend of mine that I used to go to church with a long time ago posted on Facebook, something along the lines of, uh, if you have a copy of the Passion Translation Bible, you need to burn it. It's extremely dangerous. And I was like, okay, I've seen stuff like this before. Okay, I, I, I like the Passion Translation. So just so you know where I'm at, when I preach, teach, or study in my personal life, I typically use the ESV. Years ago, I started using the NLT to explain things. I would use ESV for study, but to unpack them in easier, more modern language, I would use the NLT, occasionally throwing in the message paraphrase. I know a lot of you are just kind of like, you're you're discounting what I'm saying now, the fact that I would even mention the message. It's okay. Just stick with me. This is going somewhere. Um, So that's how I would uh, preach and teach, right? A couple of years ago, I became aware of the Passion Translation. Um, and started using that as my supplemental material. So like, obviously my core, my anchor here is the ESV. Uh, you know, you don't have to use that if you can use New King James or whatever version, you just have a baseline, like word for word translation pretty much. And so, um, but then I would use the passion translation to add another layer of language that was easy to comprehend. Uh, It also, reading the Passion Translation in my personal time reignited a passion for the Word of God. I'm not trying to string those words together. It's not like a marketing tactic. It just, it helped me revisit the Bible in some ways, if I'm honest, that have kind of, that in my heart had kind of grown cold. So, this particular person posted that I should burn my passion translation. It wasn't directed at me. It was a generic post, but I was interested. And I said, commented, and I said something like, I've seen this type of post before from certain circles. I would love for you to unpack this a little bit. Why in particular are you calling it dangerous? Well, this particular person did not respond to me. Somebody else jumped on the thread and reinforced the original idea that it is in fact dangerous and you should not take this seriously and sent me a bunch of YouTube links. 
Then another friend who's named Josh commented as well, but he approached it a little different. He said, he gave a couple bullet points why I believe this is a problem. And then he said this, he said, love to talk in person over the phone if you want to talk more about it. And I thought that was great. So I put it down on my list of people to call this week. I never got around to calling him, but today he called me. And Josh and I had a conversation about the passion translation on the phone. And I just said, listen, going into it, I said, I'm open to this conversation. But all I've seen is people talking poorly about it, but not giving any real examples of the issues or real problems. And I don't buy into a translation just because it's endorsed by people at Bethel Church. Like, I want to know if it's good. So he he gave me some concerns. He flagged it for me and um, didn't 100% change my mind or sway me from using it. I'm not going to go burn my passion translation. But he pointed me in the direction of researching things. And I, I, at the end of the conversation, I said something like this. I said, you know, Josh, I've, I've done this about, uh, about a couple of years ago. I got really convicted about worship music, and I realized a lot of worship music I was singing was not actually about Jesus or God. It was about me, or it was, it was about God. It wasn't to God. And so I dove down that rabbit hole, and I started doing research, and I listened to some podcasts. I didn't agree with anything. You know, I learned a long time ago, eat the meat, but spit out the bones. So not everything you listen to has to be taken as gospel, except the gospel, right? Um, But I said, I've done a really good job of filtering my worship music based on a certain set of values that I believe this is worship and this isn't. And he said, yeah. And, and, And honestly, you just need to have the same set of values when it comes to a Bible translation. What does a Bible translation need to do or not do in order to be disqualified? And he brought up some heretical translations, some different things from different religions that claim to be Christianity but are in fact heretical. And man, we just I won't revisit the entire conversation for you. I won't even tell you whether or not to go burn your passion translation. I will tell you just go figure it out for yourself. But I was super encouraged by this conversation for a couple of reasons. Number one, Josh was super specific. He was really clear. He reinforced his argument with biblical uh, ideas and, and, and had a baseline of truth. It wasn't this angry opinion. It was this truth that I have learned that I thought I would share with you. Number two, he had a very strong spirit of love about him. He disagreed with me. He was not um, you know, by the end of the conversation, I don't know that he felt like he accomplished anything because I, I, I didn't fully um, convert to his opinion, right? But he had an approach that love is the more important thing here. And it's very familiar to what the Apostle Paul writes. If you, if you do everything right in the kingdom of God, but you do it without love, you're just like a noisy symbol. And these guys uh, on, on Facebook that I was interacting with, that's kind of how I felt, that I was just being, uh, it was a symbol banging in my face, but there was no actual approach of love or value for me. It was, I'm right, you're wrong. Here's some links. Go check it out. And so number one, like I said, Josh was founded in truth. He was uh, had a very loving approach. And it, it didn't feel like we were either of us were trying to win. It felt like, um, here's my heart on it. Here's why I do this. And then Josh, same thing. Here's my heart. Here's why I don't do this. And so it was just like, it was an interesting conversation. And in this day and age where there's a lot of tension, there's a lot of high emotion, there's a lot of right and wrong. I was, I just walked away. I hung up the phone having had this disagreement and just 
big sigh of relief because I was like, man, that was one of the most refreshing conversations with a Christian. And I thought, why is that the rarity? Why is that the exemption? Why is that not the rule that we have these healthy dialogues? It always feels like one of us has to win, right? In this conversation, I didn't feel like there was a winner. I just felt like we both kind of came out of it. It wasn't an arm wrestling competition. It was just, let's just show each other our hearts and see what is in there and where we're coming from. So, man, Josh, if you're listening to this, super thankful for you, bro. Uh, again, you didn't change my mind, uh, but you helped me understand, and uh, it, it meant so much more than somebody spamming me on Facebook or just ignoring me on Facebook, which has happened too. So uh, I want to encourage you, go dig into this for yourself. And uh, secondly, if you have disagreement with somebody, big difference on a 40, what a 45-minute phone call can do versus a couple links and an aggressive Facebook comment. I know 45 minutes is a long time to invest in a conversation. They don't have to be that long. But in this case, it helped me immensely. It was so refreshing. And I'm just like, man, why do we not do this more often? Get off of Facebook. Call somebody you disagree with. Otherwise, just ignore it. Just move on. If it's not valuable to you, if it doesn't matter, move on. But if it's worth having a conversation about, if your opinion matters, if you value the other person on the other end of the Facebook comments, pick up the phone, call them, process it in person, and you'll be shocked at how much of a difference that makes. I hope that encourages you. Again, I would love it if you would share this podcast, if you would subscribe in your favorite podcast app. You can find past episodes, heyo.buzzsprout.com, H-E-Y-O. You can search your favorite podcast app or you can find me on social media at luke gajari l-u-k-e-g-a-g-a-j-a-r-y or lukegajari.com thanks for listening have a great day and i will catch up with you later on the next edition of hail 